This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Well, September 13th is here, folks. This day in history on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert, Armand Kachigian, as we bring you everything that we deem important that happened throughout the annals of time on the 13th of September. Except global warming. That's your one mention. We got it out of the way. Which is a hoax. Today. You're done. Well, cut your mic off. Stop sending me these things on Facebook, then, if you don't want to discuss it. No, not on the show. That was ridiculous. You know. But today, we got the events, the deaths, the births. Brought to you by Amazon.com and Audible.com. Whenever Armand has the book suggestion, we will tell you where to go and get it. We've got some good events today and a couple good birthdays. Some birthdays I'd really like to celebrate. I think you can guess on two of them. And a couple, ooh, real big death today. Too real, big. Real big. Yeah. Really big. Really big. Would you like to begin in 58 BCE? I guess. No, I thought it was 585 BCE. I'm sorry, 585 yeah, BCE. You're about five centuries off. Yeah. Well, the king of Rome at the time, yeah, I Lucius Tarquinius Prissus. Yeah, I never heard of this guy. Well, he celebrates his triumph uh, for his victories over the Sabines. Sabines. The Sabines? Where uh, this is the rape of the Sabine, right? Sabine women has mm-hmm. depicted many times. Well, apparently, I don't know if this is probably apocryphal. Yeah, I'm the sure women it's apocryphal. seeing their men are getting the shit beat out of them, throw themselves before the Romans, they, you know, interpose their between them. Now, see, that's not the way I was. It was explained to me. Well, that's supposedly what happened. And that in these, uh, in these paintings, the Romans just raped the hell out of. Well, them. no, they did, and the you know they took the women back to Rome. Yeah, and uh, but that's the and women. then the women are like, hey. This ain't such a bad deal. And then the Sabines eventually... Yeah, the women sacrifice themselves for their men. Yeah, that's not how it was explained to me. Who explained it to you? The tour guide in Rome. In front of the big painting, the rape of the fascist. Sabine. He's a fascist. Oh, okay, yeah, just label him a fascist. That's you right. don't even know him. Is he Italian? Paolo. Paolo the fascist. Said they, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're captured. They're kidnapped. Taken back to Rome. And as well, time goes yes, on, but they interpose themselves in the battle. You know, That's as, how they showed up. As time goes on, they're like, "Hey, this ain't such a bad deal." Well, of course. Well, all the men show back up and like, "Okay, we want our women back." And the women are like, "No, we ain't going back. We're got it good here." Now that's the apocryphal story. Well, then if it's apocryphal, it's a lie. Yeah. Now the rape of the Sabine women is not apocryphal. I'm sure that happened. I should have known. I should know who painted that. That's. It's a, well, well, all right. If I, only there was a machine, you, Armand, well, that you, you go could ahead. look these things you go up. Ahead because you forgot uh, the Battle of Ad Decimum uh, in uh, 533 A.D. or A. Uh, C.E. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Belisarius's big, big victory over the Vandals, and uh, Gelimus. Uh, not a bad general, apparently, but uh, this is the beginning of the end for the Vandals in North Africa. It was fought in the area of Tunisia. Close to Carthage, you know, where a lot of battles apparently are fought. Something about that area. People just like to kill each other there. Um, something in the water, I guess. Anyway, uh, Belisarius is one hell of a general, but he didn't He didn't end up too well. Uh, he ended up on the streets begging. Now, that's a famous painting, too. Alms for Belisarius. Alms for Belisarius. Okay. Yeah, oh, I do have it. Here we go. Uh, does Pietro de Cortona sound correct for Rape of the Sabine Let women? me see it. There's a couple there's paintings. Yeah, there's more than one. Yeah. This one? Yeah, I like that. I like that one there. And that is by Jock Stella. That's not the one I'm thinking. Okay. Is there any more? No, I only got two. How about this one? Johann Heinrich Schoenfeld. It's been a big theme throughout history. The abduction of the Sabine by Poussin. Oh, yeah, Poussin. Yeah, I think that's the one. Because he's done a couple of See, the intervention of Sabine women. Yeah, there you go. They're intervening. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they were. That's why off. I said my story was apocryphal about oh, the tour guide. Well, listen, to those Italians. What the hell do they know about their country? Well, you know, when you're in Italy, 
bringing Etruscans. Win in Rome. Etruscans. Okay, so anyway, that's a bigger that's a bigger battle actually. At decimum, it was a big, pretty big battle. Like I said, Belisarius he wiped out, and then after he was done, Narses took over, and he that was Justinian <laughs> taking back all these lands that they lost to the barbarians. How in the world did the Earth ever get populated when they were killing each other at such a rate? In ancient times, fruitful and multiplied. If it wasn't a battle, it was a plague. Don't worry, man will always procreate. It's the only fun we have. Yeah. So don't worry about that. In fact, some of us. I'm going to get a little of that tonight. Uh, Yeah, won't be. I'm doing my best. No, it won't be procreation. Even though she's sterile. Yeah, it won't be procreation. See what I can do about it. That's not procreation. (laughs) Sorry. That's just recreation. It's recreation. And And if it's professional recreation, we got another problem. If it's what? Professional recreation. Oh, no. Are you kidding? Do you know who you're talking to? Yes, yeah. I do. Uh, in 15... would pay for oxygen. In, well, that's that's true. You are so cheap. Right. 1501, Michelangelo begins carving out from a big block of marble. White marble. The David. And he saw... That's what uh, E and I were talking about that Saturday. You mm-hmm. know, that's how he did it. How did you... Well, I saw them. You know, he, I, I didn't build the... Or I didn't make the statue. Have you ever seen the David? I, no. So... As you walk up, it's in the... Uh, it's not where he wanted to put it, by the way. He wanted to put it in Duomo. The, the yeah, cathedral. yeah. It's in the... Florence, uh, I, I think it's in the Uffizi? No, in, it's not the Uffizi. In Florence? No, it's not the Where Uffizi. is it then? Del something. Some well, place he didn't want it. Since I've been there. Yeah, you've been there. You tell me, but it's not... Uh, yeah, it's not in the Uffizi. I don't think it's in a gallery at all or whatever, yes, it, well, whatever there's one, it is. There's, there's an outdoor one. And, okay, well, uh, maybe. Anyway, somewhere somebody could take a sledgehammer to its toe yeah, and do yeah. podiatric damage to it. Uh, yeah, here there's an outdoor one in the Palazzo Vecchio. Yeah, that's no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, this and then, one. And then there's the indoor one in the Galleria dell'Accademia. Okay, there you go. Yeah, A- that's academic where academic gallery. Yeah, academic gallery. Okay. So as you're as you're as they're taking you through on the tour, I wonder if he raped any Sabine women. No, he was Jewish. David. No, he's busy remember, slaying remember, Goliath. Speaking of which, remember of Life of Brian? Yes. Remember the part where he. Uh, uh, Graham Chapman opens a window. He's naked, and all those people are out there. Yes. The Messiah. Well, somebody noticed that he wasn't circumcised. <laughs> this true story. And so somebody had to go get a rubber band and uh, you know <laughs> shoot the scene again. It's a true story. Say, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Uh, continuity error. Yeah. So I hope <laughs> Dave, David, of course, is is he circumcised? Yes. Look at okay, him. Okay. Good. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. Can you look circumcised we, to me? Can we tell? He looks average, is what he no, looks. But, uh, I'm gonna say not. He's got foreskin. Why don't you take a look? There? I'm gonna say he's no. He's got foreskin. Yeah. He's not circumcised. Um, now, how does that make sense? So if the guy was gonna knock something off him, knock the foreskin off him. We got to look that up. So anyway, what's right, what's anyway. interesting about Michelangelo and the carvings, the the statues? What's interesting? So as they as they lead you down, you know, David's kind of the last thing you see as they walk well, you through. You big, know, it's the big cl- yeah, right. showstopper. That's a climax. Yeah. Well, you know, Michelangelo would look at the stone, yeah. and, and a lot of the times he would carve out just enough to give. It was like impressionistic stonework, or or, or carving. You, you know, just enough to release the. Uh, the image or the motif of yeah, what he was well, going that's for. That's how he did it. Yeah. But but with David, he went the whole oh. nine yards. It's like eighteen feet tall. That thing. It's huge. It's a white the marble, statue. Carrera. The statue. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, my goodness, where did these guys get all this great marble? And is any of it left? The Pope took it, of course. Of course, the Catholic Church. I mean, that's a hell of a piece of marble. And he carved what eighty percent of it away to get David out. Yeah, it's huge. Well, I'm sure when you, they, I hope they recycle. When you it. turn the corner and see it, you're like, "Damn, that's a big statue." Yeah, it's even more the, impressive than uh, the Mona Lisa, which is just a little, yeah. No, that's you know, I, I don't even stand. bother to see it. I don't even think okay. I'd bother. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but the statues, you know, that he's carved out just partially on the way are really quite interesting as well. I know you'll never travel never, and see I'm it, not, so not yeah, you're not going anywhere because, of course, that costs I'll, money. I'll go to Vegas. 1609, uh, we were talking about Henry Hudson, <coughs> excuse yeah, me, no. yesterday. He's been coming up a lot lately. What's well, this is the day he reaches the river that, of okay. course, would be named after him. What do you think the Indians called that river? The Chattahoochee? Uh, that's in Georgia. No, that's more of a Cherokee. I don't know what they called it. Type name there. This would be an Algonquin type name if they had uh, river know. river what flow past West Point. Oh, that's rude. Now, now see, that's just rude. It, what's the matter with that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. What you can't make fun of? Them? What, no, what, you can't you take the Redskins off their helmets. You want to change the name of the Redskins? 
Do you? No. I don't I mean, I'm not offended by it. No, they've they've managed to make you know, they had a lot of heat on that and they've managed to keep the name good for a couple of years. I, I have think, heard I have heard the people though, that were the people that were up in arms about that weren't even the Indians or the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. It's just these idiots that have nothing better to do than prote- protest something. I, I have heard that NFL properties went and uh trademarked the Warriors as a as a possible because if you ever want to know what expansion teams are going to be named you know they have to file those trademarks you can't come up with something better than that well they want to keep the native american motif because there's nothing wrong with the chief uh, that's depicted on the side of their helmet no one's yeah, yeah i know no Which one's offended by a, that why not like no one's kind of a you know but it's not a demeaning picture but it's not, no it's not it's not why? a caricature Brown. It's not a cartoon. Well, that's the skin tone. Oh, well, okay. So they're so's red. So we call them the brown skins. But red, okay. you know, red skins is a derogatory no, word. Okay, all right. You, know, you the, don't know the, that. the noble red man, right? Isn't that what that was? Well, but they're not, not called the Washington noble red man. Red men. Red men. All right, red skins. So what? I'm just saying. I'm a brown skin. What I, 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 look, I talked with a lot of people on this. I'm like, and I had the same tact as you. You know, because I, I, I felt the same way. I'm like, wait a second. You know, but talk to them. Talk to someone who's I don't a minority. Want to talk to them. It's stupid. Okay, now, if I, right, if I talk, you're right. You're right. The they, feelings of minorities are stupid. You're right, Arnold. No, was this was this was this an Indian? You no, talked to it was no, not. African American gentleman. Okay. Well, who cares what he says? Who cares what? Okay. If it's, if something depicting a black man and it's and it offends him, then I'll listen to him. Well, he was saying as a black man. Well, who cares what he says? Okay. I'm right. an Armenian. What does that matter? It doesn't matter. That doesn't give him. What's any a derogatory right. word for Armenians? Armos. Okay. The New York Armos are Who in cares? action. Good. Okay. Who cares? The dumb Armenians. I don't care. You think that offends me? We got the Armos versus the Dagos. Okay, that's fine too. That doesn't offend All me. All right. People are offended too easy. That's the whole point. What what do words do? They, they, they words have meaning. Oh, really? What offends you? What can I say to you? You know, I can. There's nothing to me. There's nothing you can say to me that's going to get me so mad that I you know take it off a helmet. Yeah, you can say very little to right. offend me. Who cares? I don't. You'd I don't have to. It. You'd have to talk about it. my kids. Now, in if a you derogatory beat up somebody way. because he's black, or no, because, right. yeah, yeah, then okay, yeah. I condemn that. Sure. All right, good. You've Put condemned. Him in jail. I got Armand to condemn something well, today. Of course, it's a red letter day. It's a red man day. <laughs> I even chew red man. That's I could res- chew that stuff, man. What's the matter with it. I've tried it, and, and it's not red it's man better particularly. Copenhagen. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, it, I don't. It's not the brand. I don't like the well. Red man's on a leafy. You know, I like the. You know, I like the snuff. You like it really fine and minced yeah, up, like skull, like skull. Copenhagen, yeah, yeah. man. I'll tell you, if you want to drive from here to you know wherever, put a pinch, Juno or something. Look, when I played, when I was playing baseball as a kid, I tried it. Well, those guys use this big thing. Yeah, and I just tried. Remember that, that bubble gum that came in like? The Remember pouch? when they put it in the pack? That was big league chew. Which yeah, actually was yeah. a pretty good bubble gum. Yeah. But remember when they put the uh, the chewing tobacco in the pack so it wouldn't get – there was a little yeah, pack. Yeah, oh, right. I remember those. And it yeah, would yeah. Let I don't the, like those are for pussies. Yeah, that's just, just – yeah, Real men don't. Good. It's like better it, – like, I had a hard time keeping the plug yeah. from well, the, just going all over well, the place. Ocho Man can give you lessons on that. That guy was never – I don't know how – I guess he kicked the habit. He was never good without a little spit cup. Ugh, but yuck. remember uh, she wore a yellow ribbon? Yes. Remember John Wayne? Yeah. I got chaw. Chaw. I'll take a chaw, sir. Ta- I can't do it. They're watching them. They're watching the Indians kill, uh, or the Red Man kill those guys. But isn't it the, the it, rifles? It, the guy with the rifle. Wasn't Native Americans that kind of came? Wasn't that uh, just a? What would well, you I'm call? I'm surprised it? nobody's mad about that though. To call it Red Man chewing tobacco. Oh, they might be. I don't I'm know. Sure, they are. Okay. But wasn't was was uh, snuff was 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 chewing tobacco a European thing? Before they came to the Americas, no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. They did snuff. They did the. But they, the Indians would chew. The Native Americans would. I think would they chew on back. tobacco, right? Yeah, because, That's just a right because they're Europeans. Had the snuff box where they. Uh, that's a dainty crap. And, uh, I see a snuff box. I just want to slap a guy. All right. All right, where the hell are we? Okay, okay seventeen eighty-eight. <laughs> We're offending the Indians. That's Philadelphia right. Convention in seventeen eighty-eight sets the date for the first presidential oh, election. Yeah, by the way, uh, the first last week we were talking about who's the first president in the convention. Uh, Continental Congress. Con- First Continental it was, Congress it wasn't, Assembly. I said it was Hanson. You did say it was Hanson. It was, she's uh, already forgot who it was. Well, see, the, therefore he can't really be the first president of the United States. No, no, he wasn't even the first president of the conven- uh, First Continental Congress. Okay. It was uh, Roger. Uh, Ailes. No. No. Oh. 
Anyway, at the same convention, they make New York the temporary capital. Can you name all the capitals of the United States? Well, I think there's more than uh, it was New York, Philadelphia, and then Washington. But there have been others too. I think in between, technically Princeton at Princeton, one point, New Jersey, and uh, Annapolis. Right, right. See, I don't know if those are really. Qualified. But see, that's the thing. Be, just because you moved things there for a bit, like on Princeton's campus, is, is you know they'll say, "Hey, this served as the yeah, capital." Right. Well, yeah, that's what it did. Not it served. It but, served as the capital right. for a very brief. Yeah, but just like David Rice, Rice Atchison, who's supposedly president for a day, that's bullshit. He wasn't, yeah. He wasn't. yeah, he's not president. So look up first uh, president of the First Continental Congress. It was, yeah, sure. Well, no, we got to put this one to bed. This it wasn't a, Roger Sherman. It was, uh, anyway, what, where are we are next? Henry Hudson already found the Hudson River and then got, you know, his crew cut him adrift. Uh, War of 1812, we got the Battle of Baltimore. British don't capture Baltimore. And then Francis Scott Key composed. Well, how about that? Who was it? Peyton Randolph. Peyton Randolph, that's correct. Whose relatives, and I'm not kidding you, whose relatives live in the St. Louis area where we do the show today. I wonder if they know this. Yeah, they do. Okay. They do. No relation to Peyton Manning? No. Or Chelsea Manning? No, none. Is he going to go back? Who? I read something he wanted to go back to being a man. Chelsea? Yeah. The From the, uh, from the Army? Yeah. Uh, was it the Army? Well, I think he was in the Army, yeah. We paid for his sex change, didn't we? Yeah. Her chest exchange, excuse yeah. me, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Defense of Fort McHenry. Now, the poem, that's what he wrote. But the actual mu- music is Alecreon in Heaven. That's, you know, which I don't like our anthem. It's hard to sing. Can you spell that for me? Uh, O-L-E-C-R-E-O-N or E-A-N. E-A-N, I guess. Or is it, oh, no, O-N, I guess. Alecreon in, in Heaven. Because you know, um, or it might be A E O N. A N A N A C R E O N. Oh, Anacreon. Yeah. Anacreon, aka the drinking song. I don't believe. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I like it better now. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, I didn't know it was I a drinking gotta, song. I got to hear this. What do you mean you got to hear it? I got to hear it with the, uh, well, the Star Spangled Banner. Anacreon in heaven's So heavily borrowed, yeah, if like, not lifted like completely. Been... So the song was written for the uh, Anachronotic Society, they think what around 1771. A bunch of drunks. Um, and thought to have been written collectively by members of that society. So, okay, so then the words that Francis Scott Key... Yeah, defensive before McHenry. ...get adjusted to this. Yeah. And you're right. It's an, I would I prefer our anthem to be America okay, the Beautiful. Okay, now here's a trivia question. What was the name of the damn ship he was on when he watched this? Ah, oh, shit. I can't remember. I'm getting old, Keep man. thinking. Peyton Randall. I can't think of it. God, what was the name of that damn ship? What's it start with? I'm looking. I'm looking. Anyway, well, I was 18. Well, he's on a British troop yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, he's on a British. Uh, well, anyway. Okay, so that's 1814. What do we got here? 1848. Vermont Railroad Worker Phineas Gage. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. The, the, now, this is an important. Now, uh, now we'll, we'll get you the ship name. When what, we find talking it. about Gage, but Gage is important. Yeah, I know they studied this guy's brain exactly. for a long time. So he's he's a railroad this. worker. So of course he works with spikes. Now an not, iron not spike. rod that is uh, an inch and a quarter long, three point two centimeters. Okay, in diameter, is somehow driven through his brain. Yeah. Okay. So he lives. He survives. And so what they do is they study old Phineas Gage and the reported effects that come to his demeanor, you know, how he behaves, yeah, what yeah. his personality is like. And this, this uh, you know, happening, this absolute coincidence that, A, a guy gets a spike in his head and he survives, and then, you know, he's around that you can study him, leads to a whole bunch of, of scientific thinking about the nature of of the brain and how it functions. Yeah. So it's a it's a very what do they call them happy mistakes or 
Yeah. Uh, great, you know, uh, uh, fortunate accidents that yeah. happen throughout history that give you a really positive result and, and stimulate something. And this really stimulates how you think about neuroscience. Yeah. I don't think it has much to do with it. Come on. Well, look, okay, let's try to put a spike it's through your exactly, brain. It's not exactly functional MRI. Well, I don't even know if any of this stuff's right. I mean, it's. It's all conjecture, even though it doesn't matter. Got, as long as they got them thinking about how the brain works, that's the thinking big, about it. Yeah, worry. but I mean, and you know, look, if you can get a spike through the head and, and still still <laughs> well, be anyway, tooling around, yeah, it, it got off a few guys. I don't know if Sharko was around. I guess he was already dead. He would have loved it. But anyway, who cares? I mean, now you got this functional MRI. They've got they've got stuff now where you can think about something and and it'll cast an image on a screen. It's amazing. Yeah. God, that's amazing. So get ready for the singularity, because that's coming. So you're ready for the very tough trivia question, Armand. Yeah. Francis Scott Key is standing on the HMS, and it starts with a T. T. God, I should know this. Ah, man, I don't know if I'm going to come up with it. I never. one word? One word. Yeah. I never would have gotten this. I've never heard this name before. Shit. What's the second letter? O. I love how we got a spot arm on. I don't, I don't know. I might the Tanant. How do you spell it? T O N N A N T. Yeah, that doesn't come to mind. I don't know. The Tanant or the Tanant. The ton- British Tanant. The Tanant. The British usually go with the long first syllable, so I would say it's the Tanant. I don't know. That one didn't come to mind. I guess yeah. maybe I didn't know. Now it. Francis Scott. Um, He's a lawyer, right? Isn't he? Well, or is he a doctor? It's a what prisoner. You know, it's a prisoner. Okay. Yeah, they, they took him prisoner for right. something. I don't it, it's a to. it's a prisoner exchange, and he's with the prisoner exchange agent John Stuart Skinner, and they dined aboard the Tanant as guest of three British officers, who were Alexander Cochrane, a Rear Admiral George Cockburn, and Major General Robert Ross. And Ski and Skinner are there to negotiate the release of of prisoners, one of whom was Doctor. They take him to the Glenicky Bridge uh, in Berlin. No. They couldn't make it because the uh, Germans were busy with a uh, prisoner exchange okay. with the uh, Soviets Rudolf at the time. Table no, he was Francis he, Gary Powers. And no, Francis Scott Key. No, he was for, just a glint. Uh, yeah. Well, see, there's the King thing. Richard Gary Francis Powers, Francis Scott Key. I think we got Who's maybe some a, other famous uh, hostages in history. Uh, Patty Hearst. Yes. <laughs> Patty Hearst and uh, Richard the First for. Yeah. Francis Scott Key. Frank Sinatra Jr. Uh, or uh, J. Paul Getty III. J. Paul Getty III. Yeah. yeah. Famous hostages. Yes. Anyway, that might be a surreal talk. Is there a connection between Gary Francis Powers and Francis Scott Key? No, but there is between uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. He was like his mm-hmm. great grandson or something, or yep. nephew or whatever. They were related. So in 1862, Robert E. Lee, yeah. uh, he made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody did. Either he did or one of one of his uh, lieutenants or one of his aides First did. First of all, all right, go ahead. His battle plans get left in a field outside of Frederick, Maryland. Now, this is the battle plans for Antietam. Antietam. Yeah, I like to say Antietam. 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 Anyway, but... Uh, now, they still... No, wait a minute. First of all, if you were a Union guy and you found these, I, wouldn't the, isn't the first thing you think, this has got to be bullshit? I don't know how much they. Okay, uh, yes, I don't know how much they thought about disinformation. I, I, mean, I can't believe they believed it. Because if a Russian dropped it, I'd be like, "This is bullshit." You know, they about, want. They want about me. About code name ultra. And yeah, all they, that they stuff. want me to believe this. D Day stuff. Exactly. That, uh, yeah, I, I just don't get it. I don't. Know, I don't think I'd believe it. I don't know how much a, a union person would have thought. Oh, this is disinformation. Yeah, I mean, if say you found this and you took it to your commanding general, I'd say, "Are you an idiot?" No, this is obviously a plant. I, well, it could be, but you, it probably I, wasn't. I still have to turn it into my commanding yeah, general, I don't, don't I? I'm a general. I don't. I don't buy it. I set it on fire. I'd let them evaluate it. Who the general? Well, that's what I'm saying. If I'm a general and you or army intelligence or right, whatever, right. you would think that it's a plant. Right? You'd be so good at disinformation. Who me? Yes. We got a bat guy in oh, the back. I don't believe in global warming. No, 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 no. Just because you know, because you can tell four troops and then slip in a lie. You know that kind of Who, thing. Who me? Yeah. We got a guy in our politician. back room I call the Prince of Misinformation. It's not even disinformation. It's just plain misinformation. See, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> 1898, Hannibal Goodwin. Good one here for you, Armand. He patents celluloid photographic film. Yeah. Big you, event. Yeah, sure. Big why, why event. Don't you, uh, why don't you invest in Kodak? Oh, Good stock. Wish I could have. If I could go back in time and get some investments in. It's bankrupt. I know, but I would have wrote it out, and we would have sold by the time the digital camera was a glean in somebody's oh, really? eye. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. 
like a, a glint. Yeah, like we, I would have known to sell Blockbuster stock about 1998. <laughs> so, okay, that's enough. How about Studebaker stock? Whew. You got any of that? My dad had a neighbor who had a Studebaker. The car was so unfashionable, but the guy was so nice. You'd always Edsel. He'd, I don't know if he knew anyone with an Edsel. You know they have those Edsel clubs, though? I guess. What an ugly car that was. I mean, they say it's a great car in terms of all yeah, the amenities, but just ugly as you look at that thing and you go, Woof. It's like Don Rickles. Is that your wife? It yeah. was just, you know, Woof. the, the, the Woof. coming out with that, though, the, they, they had this big, you know, remember it was like how many days till the Edsel comes out? I mean, they had such a Oh, big, they built it, it up and it's yeah, a flop. It almost like the damn thing would fly. Yeah, it's a flop. Yeah, and everybody's going, this? How do we get to Edsel? Oh, yeah, Hannibal Goodwin in the celluloid photographic yeah. film. Uh, this allows for my war. Okay. Just you want to buy some Enron stock while you're at it? Mm, if you can take me back to 1983, yes. If not, I don't no. Know if they were around back then. I, th- I think they might have been on the site. Now, the first person ever in the United States that is killed in an automobile accident. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Lieutenant uh, Selfridge landed on him. This honor goes to a gentleman named Henry Bliss. Well, that's kind of a misnamed, isn't it? Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't yeah. Bliss at all. He is killed on this date in 1899. Automobile accident. Well, they happen. Oh, I think he was stepping Henry. off a streetcar and got clipped. So anyway, first of him, not the last. But I'll tell you what, I think it's going to be, I think that the age of the uh, car accident is going to be possible. I hope so. So here's well, how it happened to Bliss. Take over. So uh, I just told you, stepping off a streetcar. Yeah. Well, well, hold on. Now let me give you some more details. Nah, nobody needs any details. West Seventy Fourth and Central Park. See, that's a very busy intersection. <laughs> Even well, really, in 1899, in that was a busy intersection. You should have been watching what you were oh, doing. Were the Yankees playing that day? No, the Highlanders were though. Uh-huh. Gotcha on that one. Uh, so an electric-powered uh, taxi cab. It's not even in the Bronx. Automobile. Well, no, you're right. It's what? God, it's in Manhattan, right? Central Park. Well, yeah, it's the Upper West Side. He's in a swanky neighborhood even then. John Lennon. I mean, what about John Lennon? Well, I, mean, I don't know. Dakota Do you think the Dakota's even built? Because it's almost right. Pretty close. Right. It's almost. been around for a long time. Um, so automobile uh, taxi cab number 43 struck him and crushed his head and chest. 43 taxi cabs. He died from injuries the next morning. Was it Crown Victoria? No. Arthur Smith was the driver of the cab. He was arrested, charged with manslaughter, acquitted on the grounds that he had no malice, nor was he negligent. All right. That's your first auto fatality. Well, they happen, but I'm just telling you, that's going to hopefully a day of, I don't know, man. I, I heard they're going to put, I don't know, 150,000 of them on the road or something next year. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's true. I hope so. I'm very, I drive any. I'm very intrigued. My I'm cousin almost, Jared. I don't want to buy another car. My cousin Jared does PR for intelligent transport. And and the things that you know sometimes you'll see him working on, What's uh, intelligent transport. What just just like trying to maximize efficiency in all means of transport. Okay, whether it's is it going to happen here or Europe? I'll bet it happens here first. I, I think we might get the lead on this one, Armand. I'm off. The FDA doesn't have anything to do with I'm it. A, well, how would the FDA have anything? I'm just saying uh, they they slow everything down. You know, I don't think there's any food involved. You don't have yeah, to dangle well, the drugs. Carrot. You don't have to dangle a carrot in front of the self-driving that's, that's car. That's bureaucracy and government, the glacial pace they work at. All right. Let's see who was born today. September the 13th. I start in 1851, Armand. Uh, I love Armand when he goes to his notes. Yeah, well, I, I got to see. He wrote, in, I know you're he never wrote right. in purple pen today like an eighth-grade okay. schoolgirl. All right, go ahead. Uh, 1851, Walter yeah, Reed. I got little hearts from my dots <laughs> over the eyes. Walter Reed is born. Happy birthday, now, Walter. This is a guy that basically... Panama Canal. Yep. I mean, he's the one that made it possible because he's the one that conquered Yellow Fever. Yes. Him Without him, General that canal Bothels. that canal is years later. Yeah. 1857. I w- one thing. I wish they would get that Walter. I wish they would get that VA straight. Well, that is a blight to, on yeah. all of us. Well, yeah, Rhett's got to have some place to stay too. You know. There I don't care if you're Republican, and Democratic, and I don't care what the hell you are on the political spectrum. The fact that our VA is a mess is a shame on us all. Listen. If we go to single payer, Walter Reed will be like the Mayo Clinic compared to the crap you and I are going to get. You don't, you don't think John McCain's going to uh, the no, VA? No, I don't think he's going <laughs> right. to the VA. Right. I, I don't, but come on. Well, there you go. We got guys with their legs blown off. They deserve you, better. That's, that's single. That's what Paul Krugman was saying with the height of single payer. You know, he's always bringing that up. Yeah. Well, he's full of shit. Well, maybe they He'll can be outside the single payer system and have something better. Well, don't have single payer. 1857, this should be a national holiday. 
September the 13th, Milton oh, yeah, S. Are you celebrating? Yes, I don't that's why. A couple of I, I saw it. Milton S. Hershey well, was born. You, why didn't you have croissants yesterday? But you were you, you forgot. Croissants? Yeah. Croissants? Croissants. Croissants. Yeah. Croissants. Just like uh, Tunnins. The Tunnins. Yeah. He's on the croissants. Well, anyway, Hershey, we should celebrate. Have you ever been to Hershey, Pennsylvania? No. They used to do the factory I'm not a tour. Chocolate guy, I like vanilla. Oh, really? I'd rather go to uh, Madagascar where they get all the. Oh, vanilla. I got a yeah, yeah, the vanilla bean. Mm. It's all in Madagascar. Yeah, it's an orchid, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't you get the long bean, although it gets you laid because chicks. Apparently, it, it uh, there is a lot of incredible chemicals well, in it, chocolate. It stimulates the same site as the, the sexual mm-hmm. receptors, mm-hmm. apparently, for women. In the chocolate's very good. Chocolate's very good for you. What's not good for Who you cares? is it gets you laid. Is tons of milk chocolate with the heavy sugar in it. But you get your regular chocolate. That's obviously. A lot more bitter than yeah. milk chocolate. Come on, what's, what's his name? I used to. Was the, it the Aztec guy would yeah, drink cups of it a day? Yeah, well, that and cocoa or something. Right? Any drink they they pump that shit into them. Yeah, the Spaniards uh, like the drink, but they realize, boy, if you sweeten this up with some sugar that we get from Cuba, we're on to something. Montezuma, Montezuma, yeah. Tenochtitlan. That would have been a hell of a city to see, wouldn't it have? Back yeah, in before the, the Spanish, yeah, before it, they yeah. just bump. Oh, man. Watch. Uh, the movie with Tyrone Power and Cesar Romero is Hernan Cortez, uh, Captain from Castile. Captain from which Castile. Which is, by the way, a, a very boring movie, but it has the greatest score, probably one of the top ten scores of all time by uh, Alfred Newman. All right. Uh, 1860, John J. Pershing is born. In fact, when you watch USC football, who's kind of our enemies because we're UCLA yeah. guys, yeah. but when they play that, Conquest, that's their song. That's oh, no from that kidding? movie. That's from that? Yeah, that's from that movie. Well, you got to hand it to those Trojans. That's a hell of a... Wasn't somebody pissed off about their horse? Now, that's somebody else. Somebody well, you know, I, I will tell you this. What? It, it, it's UCLA, and they're not pissed off about it. Well, what's the problem? They were, are okay with the horse coming out into the Rose Bowl. Okay. What they don't want. And they asked USC not to do the little guy with the shovel afterward. Is the guy who's on the horse? Who uh, no, I don't know if he's on the horse or or if he's he on comes the horse. out. <laughs> and when he pulls the sword, yeah, you know, at, at home they stab the middle of the field at the Coliseum. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. He, dr- he, do he oh. drives the oh. sword into okay. the field. Cool. Okay. Uh, at, at at the Rose Bowl, they said, "Do not do that." Why? I don't know. They don't want the UCLA logo stabbed. Oh, big deal. Hey, I saw that. Did you see that game where they brought the – was that the Ohio State yeah, game? Yeah, so that the, was per, the, the that Oklahoma was ballsy, kid – uh, uh, Yeah, oh, they damn the flag or whatever. What's his name? I don't know, but that's – Brad surprised they didn't beat the crap out of those guys. Well, they were already up the tunnel when when it happened. Yeah, but all the fans so they're, are already gone? They're, yes. Oh, the fans were leaving in the fourth quarter. The place was empty by the time the game actually well, ended. Was it that big of a – He grabs the, the Oklahoma flag, runs past the fans, then runs out in the middle of the field – and plants that yeah. flag right in the middle of the big O. I know. <laughs> that's like dotting the Ohio State eye with a you know. Well, that's an honor to get to I dot know, the but eye. The Oklahoma flag there ain't Ooh. no honor. Well, it's an honor if you're from. Oh, you ain't boy. got no honor. Honor with a, with a U in it. <sighs> yeah, I think he had. I think he's since apologized for it. Well, I wouldn't. Or let it rip. Yeah, hell with let it. Rip. Somebody else was offended. 1903, Claudette Colbert. Yeah, Cla- what's her real name? Claudette Chauchon or something like Chauchon. She's got a real C-H-O-C-H-O-I-N or something like that. Anyway, I, I, my favorite Claudette Colbert movie Colbert movie is uh, Cleopatra with uh, Cecil B. DeMille where she's she's bathing in milk and stuff. Give me the year on that. What, that she was born? No, the, no, no, no. 1934. 34, it, okay. The interesting in, thing is it, it was just right before the uh, Hayes, you know, Hayes office was, and Breen and all those guys were censoring stuff. Mm-hmm. Cecil B. DeMille didn't give a shit. I mean, he's still got naked women and diaphanous gowns, and there's all kinds of cleavage. I love it. Since it's Bible stuff, he can right. get away with it's it. It's history. Yeah. It's religion. Pretty cool, man. Lesbian stuff. No, that was was sign, that in the Bible? No, that was Sign of the Cross. Oh, I thought that was Sodom sign. and Gomorrah, right? I mean, you got to. Well, the movie Sign of the Cross, watch it. There's this like, real cool lesbian scene, and it was Cecil B. DeMille. So he gets what away what with year it. was that? For 32. Damn. Yeah. Uh, her real name, Clark. Emily Shoshon. C H A U C H O I N. Right. Yeah, very good, Arma. Um, yeah. uh, laid to rest in Barbados. Oh, was she? I yeah. Don't know. She's French. Eh? And born in, in San uh, Mande. How do you spell it? M A N D E tilde. Yes. San Mande. Well, I, guess, I don't think so, unless there's an accent grave. It's Monde because Monde is a uh, world, right? No, no. M A N D. Oh, M A N D. E with the tilde. Oh, it's got, yeah. Not tilde. Oxen grave. Oxen grave. Okay. In Spanish, it's, it's a tilde. Or accent a coup. 
Yeah. So it's M A N D E with the accent. Monde. Monde. She was. She was good friends with Charles Boyer, I think, and and uh, she was good in Palm Beach Story too, the Preston Sturges movie. Of course, she won her Academy Award for it happened one night, a role she didn't want to play, and Gable didn't want to be in it either. But so everybody's surprised when that that was a big hit. Uh, that was a famous scene, iconic scene. She goes, I'm going to get us a ride, and I'm not going to use my thumb. Remember that? Oh, and she puts pulled, the leg out, pulled her skirt up, and put out her leg. Yeah, pretty good. And who's the man that pulled over for? Who was the actor? Oh, you got me, Alan Hale. So her Academy Awards for It Happened One Night, right. Private Worlds, nominated. Right, and Cleopatra, too, and I think. And Since You Went Away, nominated. That's a good movie. Uh, well, she got a Primetime Emmy nomination she, yeah, she did a lot in of the TV. 1980s. Yeah, she did a lot of TV. Oh. Uh, and um, she was supposed to be uh, Margot Channing in All About Eve, but she Ooh. was making another movie. Uh, I forget the name of the movie. Anyway, some Japanese, she's like a prisoner of war to the Japanese. Yes. And the guy that was manhandling her in the movie yes. got a little too, oh, no. put her in traction. Oh. She had a slip disc, couldn't do the movie. Betty Davis, who nobody wanted because they thought she was washed up. You'll be happy to know that she was politically affiliated oh, with Republican, the Republican big, Party. Well, I don't care about that. She's a big time uh, conservative. I don't care about Republican Party. You know that. I don't give a shit about the Republican Good. Party. Good. I, don't, I don't want any parties. Glad. 1916, Roald Dahl. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he wrote, which, which James Bond movie did he write? Casino Royale? No. You Only Live Twice. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. And he, what, James and the Giant Peach and all that other crap? Yeah. I don't like that stuff. But I know yeah, you Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty good uh, movie. 1918, Char- uh, Ray Charles. Happy birthday, Ray. Oh, yeah, hit the road, Jack. Yeah, yeah. He's no good longer song. with us. Another great singer. 1925, Velvet Fog, Mel Torme. Yeah. You ever see Mel Torme's appearance on Seinfeld? No, I didn't. Well, I'll check it out. You, you'd not like to hear it? No. I'll post it on our put Facebook page. Put Caruso if you're going to play something. This Day in History podcast Okay. on Facebook. Facebook.com slash This Day in History podcast. A couple of people have told me they like my voice. Yeah, you got a decent voice. Oh, thank you. Hey, decent? Woman? Yeah, yeah, you do. Hey, Maurice Chevalier couldn't sing better than that. Well, maybe not. Eva Nightingale. Okay, go ahead. Now, here's the birthday of a, of a lady I think both of us would like to have. Nah, she's too thin. Really? Yeah, yeah Jacqueline Bissett, born on this day in 1944. Oh, come on. She doesn't. But she's good. She looked good in Bullet. Sure did. Remember Bullet? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people look good in Bullet, though. Steve McQueen they had the iconic mm-hmm. uh, sweater. The sweater, jacket. yeah. Robert Vaughn. Well, you got to have the right body type to pull off that look, though. Yeah, man. you got to be tall and thin to pull off that sweater. He's not that tall, though. Steve He's thin like five, and made, made him look tall. I guess. Well, Especially if the tall, camera shoots you from the ground up. It yeah, certainly does. Frank Marshall, born in 1946. Sure. Camera. I can get you to look taller. Okay. Even without lifts. All right. Uh, and uh, Tyler Perry, who apparently has to put his name on everything whenever he releases a movie. Oh, yeah. It's always Tyler Perry's this. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I got a couple there. Tyler Perry's that. He's, Dude. He's okay. I don't, I don't think he's very funny. Uh, 1876, Sherwood Anderson. We talked about this guy. Winesburg, Ohio is a pretty good set of short stories. If you got some time, they're pretty good. Uh, you know, this guy, I like his death better, though. You like his death? Yeah, he's drinking a martini. He's on a cruise to South okay. America. Everything's cool. Yes. Swallows his toothpick. Oh, no. Kills him. Yeah. Peritonitis. Got an infection yeah. from the. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, wow. more or less like uh, another friend of ours who died swallowing a bottle, uh, an aspirin bottle cap. Who am I talking about? She was drunk on his ass. Tennessee Williams. Oh, he was drunk a lot. Yeah, he swallowed a cap from. He was taking, trying to take an aspirin, swallowed yeah. a cap, and choked <clears throat> to death. Yeah. Uh, so he dies. Uh, but that was, he was born in 1876, 1879. A guy I can't stand Arnold Schoenberg. If you've been to UCLA, there's a Schoenberg Hall. Yes, there is a yeah, Schoenberg Hall. Yeah, named after this idiot. Yeah. I mean, this guy. Why do we not like Schoenberg? Because his music is awful. Oh. Play some Schoenberg. Anything, no, I dare I, you. No, I don't want to now. It's like somebody, it's like, the, it's like Pete Townsend. No, I, stop, I cannot think. Uh, yeah, Pete it, Townsend bangs his, uh, against, you know, right. bangs his guitar against an amplifier, yeah. it sounds better than Arnold Schoenberg's okay, music. Okay, good. I, think I can't stand to think of there's too. a composer at UCLA oh. ties that's awful. That kills me. Oh, God, he's terrible. Uh, all right, back to the events. Now, in 1942, on September the 13th, this is the second day at Guadalcanal, and on Although, this day... Schoenberg was a painter, too. Well, thank now, you. His paintings aren't bad. I don't think in the fact, Marines on Guadalcanal give a damn about Schoenberg's paintings. Well, I want to throw that in, because I'd rather listen to his paintings than his music. 
Oh, that's a good line. Oh, thank you. That's a good line. Armand, oh, you so got it was off, worth interrupting you. You then. got off a good one. Thank you. I'd rather listen to his paintings than his <laughs> music. knee slapper. Uh, the Marines, on this date, successfully repel the uh, Japanese army. Heavy losses for the Japanese. Well, the Battle of Edson's Ridge on Guadalcanal continues. This is day two. Well, this could be every day for the next six it's, months. It's a long battle. Right. 1948, Margaret Chase Smith is elected as a U.S. senator, and she becomes the first woman who had served as both a member of the House and a member of the Senate. Yeah, she's also the only person, I think, to vote against uh, Declaration of War after Pearl Harbor. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I know she wow. did. Wow. Now, that's taking a... Sp- or maybe she's the only person to vote against both world wars. Both world yeah, wars. She's probably, yeah. Pretty in, ballsy. In 53, Nikita Khrushchev is made the general secretary yeah, of the Communist Party. struggle with And I got to say, as, as Russian, uh, what do we call our Russian? Uh, Dictator sons of bitches. Well, that's one or, way or to in phrase Russian, it. Or But you know, that's a, a son of a bitch. Of all Russian. the of all the names of the head of the Soviet state, whether it's Lenin, Stalin, Brezhnev, Andropov, Chernenko. Well, now, Chernenko's those pretty guys good. Guys didn't have much. Yeah, but those guys, yeah, Andropov, uh, Gorbachev. What about him? You like this guy? Nikita Khrushchev's got the best name. I mean, that just says Russian leader to me, Nikita Khrushchev. La femme Nikita. All right. I don't think there's anything. He's a little fellow, right? Well, he wasn't. Yeah, he was, well, he was kind of wide. Well, he sure. He wasn't real tall. Sure. Well, Putin's not a big guy. Well, but he'll kick your ass. Guy's a black belt in judo, man. Armand, I would love to see you wrestle Putin. I don't know. I think I could take him, but it'd be tough. Okay. Because I'll tell you what, he's. Now, Putin, will, he'll take the shirt off and you'll have that. Oh, I'm better. I got. I can beat him in a pose down. Magnificently yeah, no, transparent I'm, I'm white chest. He doesn't have, yeah, but he's not, uh, yeah, he's not cut. No, he's not. I, he's a better horseman than I. I've never been on a horse. Well, that guy thinks a lot of himself. And he should. Well, well, hey, listen. Why not? All right. 1956. I wish we had him. The first time that information. Uh, that is done from uh, computing is stored on a disc. It's the IBM 305 Ramac. R A M A C. Not a floppy either, probably. Uh, yeah. sure no, it's it's a large disc. Uh, large. You, yeah. It's not foldable. Before disc. then, it's it's punch cards and then obviously uh, the magnetic tape. But yeah, uh, now you got a magnetic disc. Our old friend uh, Holerith. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. Was it hard, hard so this is a big, it's a big deal, you know, that IBM comes out with this for commercial computing. The 305 RAMAC, random access memory, and I'm wondering what the AC stands you for. You sure about that? Even back that far? On random access memory? Yeah, isn't that a rather, I thought that was. No, you know what? That can't be right. Can't because be, because the disc thing. the disc would be a read only. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't know anything about computers, but that doesn't. That, does that doesn't drive. Right. Uh, 1971. Oh yeah, Attica. Yeah. Now here, there's your, there's your. Uh, that should have been your audible for the day. Been played to death. Yeah, I know. State I think, supposedly was that was that. Uh, I think that was ad libbed. That he that, got the crowd going and everything. Yeah, that was not in the script. That Pacino just goes out in front yeah, of the crowd. Serpent, and starts. What was, that, what was that from? Uh, Dog Day, Dog afternoon? day afternoon. Yeah. Was that Pollock? Yeah. Sydney Pollock, right? No, it was uh, Sydney. Uh, Sydney Lumet. Lumet. The Pollock. other Sydney. Yeah, Pollock's yeah. yeah. The other Sydney. Sydney Lumet. Yeah. On this day, and, and the crowd were just watching. They were just yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. they were just there watching the, Alpha, the filming. They needed to pick the crowd yeah, up a I little. Guess he got, yeah, it's a great a sex things, change. Man. Well, you know the other the other well, he wasn't getting the sex changes, but uh, right, Fredo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, John Cazal. Yeah. Yeah. Cazal's getting the sex change. Yeah. But, you know, he look. He's Fredo to all of us. No, he's John Cazal. No, he's Fredo. That's how. We, if you say John Casal, who? If you say Fredo, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, and he was in it. Poor God, Fredo. He dominated the seventies. He was in great, great movies. I don't know. I, don't, I never thought the conversation was that good. I don't know. What, he's in Deer Hunter. Well, yeah, Deer Hunter's okay. That's a good movie. And The Godfather's. Yeah, but conversation. I, I don't it's get okay. that one. It's okay. It, it's a good. Boring. Well, it had Cindy Williams in it, so that's. <laughs> What's that got to do with well, it? You mean, She's you got, an American graffiti. I know, She's good but you got, come on. You got Shirley Defeeney in the movie. I mean, you know, that's, yeah, come on. Shirley Feeney. Shirley Feeney, not yeah, Defeeney. Laverne DeFazio. Laverne DeFazio, Shirley Feeney. Right. right. Now, in 1985, another great day in uh, computing history. Another well, one? Yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment System, starts off the incredible Super Mario 
I never got video into this one. game platform. I never this, got into that one. I like Asteroids. That's Atari. I don't care what it is. It's just a better game. This is a great game. I don't even remember how you played this stupid thing. You jumped a little Mario around and... What was the one with the gorilla? Don Donkey That's Kong? That's Donkey Kong. This will be stuck you in... You want to listen to this crap? This will be... It's a MIDI. Sounds oh. like Arnold Schoenberg's music. This will be stuck in your head the rest of... Well, this no, is what won't. 8-bit computing could do for you in 1985. Uh, hey, hey, I like Missile... Uh, what was that? Missile Command or yeah. whatever? Or the De Defender. That was a good game. Oh, those were excellent games. This that was girl's better. game. We oh. played Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man. This was great. Anyway, the franchise... Super Mario franchise... I bet you still... got bullied a lot when you were a kid. No. Well, you should have been. 32 years going? Make a man out of you. 32 years going. Uh, and in 2001, it was on this date, um, just two days after the attacks, that light civilian aircraft traffic resumes in the United States. All the planes were obviously brought down on September 11th, That's and they right. stayed down until uh, the 13th with, I think, a very limited right. schedule of commercial flights. Or, I shouldn't even say commercial flights. This is civilian. So if you had if you had a pilot's license in your own plane, you could fly if you full, you know got clearance. Man, I don't know. It's, you know, grounding all aircraft for two days. What, you think that was a bad move? <laughs> kind of an overreaction. I what, think. Oh my god! What do you want to do? Why wasn't it a week? Why wasn't it a month? Why two days? First of all, I just qualified it, and I said this is civilian aircraft. I don't care what it is. I mean, it's an overreaction to me. Next day, start flying again. Okay, and and if and, and if more planes collide into more building, happen. oh, it's yeah. not going to happen. You could have guaranteed that. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Okay. Right. I could guarantee what what probably would happen is somebody, you know, some Muslim or something, would get on a plane and get beat up. That that probably would that wouldn't be fun. Not right. That's an overreaction too. Okay. That'll yeah. never happen again because you ever fly on a plane anymore? If anybody's looking like they're going to pull a box cutter or a knife, the whole plane's going to jump tell you something. I dog face everybody right. on the plane. No kidding. I like to get on last. I don't like to get on last. Yeah, especially if the seats are assigned and I got a decent seat, I like to wait to last. On Southwest. Um, well, then you always get the middle seat. What do you do that well, for? I, 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 no, because I asked how full the flight is and whether I need to get on early. Or what if it's full? If it's full, I say I have a bad knee or my wife has a bad back and can we get a pre-board? No, you know what you got to do? Do that what works. I did. No, I, I got something better. I always used to wear my surgical shoe. I always got on first. <laughs> you want me to lend one? Lend you one? You are a bastard <laughs> right. and a dastardly it always man, worked. but I commend you on that That's move. That's right. I got a broken hallux. <sighs> All I got to do is wear that Genius. surgical shoe and limp around and Genius. grunt a little bit. And, hey, not, not well done, do sir. It. Well done. Do it. Shit. No, I dog face everybody. Okay. Yeah, I look. I look at people, and especially on an international flight, I just stare well, at them. I don't take those. But I just stare at them and be matter. like, "Yeah." And then they look, and then, and then it gets uncomfortable, and they don't want to look at you. And then you're like, "Okay, well, nothing's going." That on. basilisk gaze of yours. I just. I go dead eye on them too. Do they turn to stone? I just right here. You think you are Medusa? Hey, knock it off. Well, you're putting the hoodoo on me. Yeah. Okay. I don't like it. Who was uh who went to their grave on this date? All right. Well, September the 13th in the year 81 CE. Titus? Titus. Titus, of course. Oh. Or the Roman or the British Romans would probably say Titus. Uh yeah, he was the uh, actually the first emperor who uh claimed the purple, I guess, from his father who was descendant, you know, who was uh his father was uh Vespasian. And is this why royal the royal color was purple the Born royal the purple? Yeah. We had it been a royal color before yeah. that because Emperor, of its yeah. rarity. Okay. Emperor wore purple, because of yeah. the indigo dye being so that, exclusive, or whatever. But that's the term. Born yeah. to the purple. Born anyway, to the purple. His father was Vespasian. His brother was, I think, Domitian. So when he died, Domitian took over. Uh, pretty peaceful, apparently. According to what's his name, Suetonius, he was a good emperor. Good emperor. But All the guy right. had a hard on for Palestine. Man, he gave the Jews a hard time. Well, it's during his reign that the yeah, you know, the, the second second siege and the second and you know temple what he go said, down. This is your God punishing you. That's what he told him. Yep. Yeah. This is me. But not for killing yeah. Christ. No, no. Just for just for being you know. because Christianity, even in the year eighty one 
CE is still yeah. in its dormancy in, in its stage. Infancy. Yeah, it, it, it's an it's an underground latent movement. So anyway, yeah, he's like, "This, I'm punishing you for God." This and I is, wonder how many of the apostles were still alive by eighty one. Eighty one, man, I don't know. Saint Peter died in like sixty nine. Nero you know, killed him. You know. I don't know if any of them were still around. Yeah, I know. Oh, Judas, maybe. Now he hung him. He hanged himself. Well, no, I, uh, the story is he hung himself. That there's wide conjecture. Oh, really? What, maybe still there's alive. also wide conjecture that he actually, you know backstabbed that he was actually set up 30 pieces of silver no 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 that uh one theological explanation is is like you know christ the jesus of nazareth knew he had to get the get this rolling so he told judas hey i need you to go oh this is conspiracy betray me surreal talk yeah it's it's a theory there's i don't there's consult michael and there's no evidence to support it but it's played him in the robe yeah it's a theological theory ambrose burnside yeah. Passed away 1881, the great American general, oh, politician. Great. Now, the next guy who dies a general. is a fascinating guy for a lot of reasons. In 1967, Mohammed bin Awad bin Laden passes That's away. A familiar name. He has 51 children. His 17th child turns out to be a real problem. Yeah. Uh, but he is a Yemeni Saudi businessman and the founder of one of the largest construction companies on the planet. The Saudi Bin Laden Group, who built major infrastructure projects throughout the Ar- Arabian Peninsula. Yeah. And in fact, at one point, Armand, were the largest purchasers of Caterpillar equipment in the world. Oh, well, yeah. If you're going to build things, you're exactly. Need that. Good so, stock, anyway, by the way. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, the, in the 60s and 70s, a lot of what is uh, being produced in uh, Peoria, Illinois, is being bought by the Bin Laden group, shipped over to Air because they built major highways and other things. Well, I guess you're trying to stress there's some irony there. Anyway, that's don't have 17 kids. It's, no, 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 yeah. 51. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't have 17th yeah, one turned out to be a many. bad seed. All right. Well, Can you imagine what do what do what do all the other siblings of this guy do? Do they look over their shoulder every day? Change their names first. Yeah. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, the one thing you can say about a lot of the dictators is they didn't have big families. You know, Hitler didn't have offspring. Now he had two nephews that lived in the United States well, during the war. Had Uday and Kuse. <coughs> yeah, Uday and Kuse Saddam. probably had a lot of offspring. I don't know if uh, General, uh, what's his name? The guy from Libya. Gaddafi? Gaddafi. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, his sons were pretty active. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they were pretty active in Italian soccer, Fran- actually. Francisco Franco. Uh, Franco probably had a lot of Stalin, kids. Stalin had a daughter, I think. Yeah, I think but she, that was just she, like she one child, she, right? She, she went over, she came to the United States. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine being a sibling? Oh, man. All right. All right. Uh, I got, I don't know. Yeah, Philip of Spain, 1598, died. I mean, Philip II. That's pretty big. Okay. He was also king of England. Yeah, that's true. He did. It. He double dipped. Yeah, he good was for married him. Married to Mary, uh, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Mary. Mm-hmm. And then when Elizabeth took over, Mary died. Elizabeth took over. And said, "Hey, I'll marry you too." Yeah, she didn't. She didn't want him though. She was bald anyway. I don't think he'd want her. Yeah. But anyway, this guy spent all his money fighting the Dutch. And he has Why? Money. Well, he's an idiot. Well, he wanted to bring. You know, he didn't like Protestants, so he thought it was another holy war. So he's fighting the Dutch and uh, the possessions up there because that's Spanish possessions. But they led. It yeah. led to revolt. Yeah. And uh, 80 years they're fighting that war up there and never, you know. Is there any reason you would want the Dutch countryside? Well, they had it. It was theirs. Okay, but still, why would you want It's lowland. Doesn't make them. Dutch, okay. Dutch are doing pretty well with it. And uh, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, he's making a lot of money, obviously. Yeah. He got gold and silver coming from the New World, so yeah. he should have been rich. But the country was always under financial difficulties, fighting wars. And yeah, those pesky British, you know. Yeah, it was British. Privateers. Keep getting in the way. Yeah, but he was portrayed by Montague Love in The Seahawk. Ah, The Seahawk. You, I gave that one to you. That's yeah. on your desk. Yeah. Uh, that's an arrow flint. seen it a thousand times. All right. 1996, Tupac Shakur, the American rapper and producer. Yeah, they blowed him away. Is shot and killed in Las you? Vegas. Who did it? They ever catch him? No. Okay. Uh, George Wallace. Now, I know who shot him. Richard Bramer. Yeah, but this is not the... George Wallace doesn't die from Richard no, no, Bramer. He, he, was, he uh, dies in 1998. Now, he shot in, I want to say, 71 or 72. He's running for president. Well, yeah, he's running again. Now, he's the last, actually, the, he is the last third-party candidate to get any electoral votes. 
Oh, John so, Anderson didn't get no, any, and yeah, Perot didn't get no, any. Hell okay, no. although right. they had a pretty big percentage. Yeah, they got they got uh, some, they got some popular votes. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he he got I don't know eight, fifteen. I don't know some south. A lot of states in the south voted for him. Mm-hmm. And you know he apologized for his segregationist. Yes. Uh, yep. And uh, anyway, his his wife. Would lur- you say lur- he lur- made amends by the time he passed away? I don't know, a lot of people say you can't make a man. Him and Bird and all those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was in the clan and a Grand Vizier yeah. or, whatever, or a Grand yeah. Dragon or whatever. I don't know about that. So I hey. mean, the man stood on the steps of the University of Alabama. Yeah, that's right. To segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty tough to. <laughs> I don't, but you can, I don't, I don't you know. I don't, I don't know if you can atone for that, but anyway. Uh, well, he gave Alabama a governor. reputation that his wife it, was governor too. Yeah, Berlin. He, he gave Alabama a reputation that's hard to shake. Well, it Leonard is. Skinner thinks "Sweet Home Alabama." Mm-hmm. Of course, Neil Young. Remember the song? Hope Neil Young will remember because <laughs> Neil Young said Alabama. That wasn't a very complimentary song, right. About Alabama. Uh, Nineteen. I'm sorry. Uh, 2014. Frank Torrey. Brother of oh, yeah, Frank, yeah. of Yankee legendary manager Joe Torre, Joe, and also right. Joe's still around. Right? Joe, Joe's still going strong, and also St. Louis Cardinal, Milwaukee Brave, Atlanta Brave, uh, New York Met manager. What else did Joe manage? Uh, Atlanta Braves he managed. Then he was a broadcaster with the uh, California Angels. 71. 71, he had one of the best years you could have yeah, in baseball. 363 hit that year. Yeah. For someone to hit 363 in that era, I don't know about Frank. I don't know if he Frank was a decent player. He was like Vince DiMaggio. It's, it's a little bit like uh, you know Joe is to uh, Frank Torrey as Ken Boyer is to Cleet Boyer, uh, but Cleet I think is probably even a better ball player than Frank was. Um, and then finally, my last death, full, full, full. Moses Malone passes away in 2015. All right, I God, a, this was a good basketball player. Arm. I got a good conductor, Leopold. Oh, my God. How can you forget that? Leopold Stokowski died in 77. Philadelphia Orchestra. This guy, guy, you know the seating arrangements for the orchestra? Did he handpick the... Yeah, he changed it. It wasn't that way. I think apparently he had the first violins on one side and the second on the other, etc. He put them both on the same side and they put the cellos on it. Apparently, whatever, the the layout now is what Stokowski came up with. Is there any reason for the uh, bass instruments to be on the right? I don't know. As you Whatever look at the stage. He, he did it. Blame him or... No, no, him. no. I, I don't know what the hell it is. I have no idea what... But that he decided... He, he did a lot of the uh, um, orchestration of a lot of these, you know, like Toccata and Fugue. Yes. And Bach and yeah. all those. Yeah. And then he was in the, with the NBC Orchestra. I guess he won the Academy Award. Somebody did for Fantasia. He didn't do the music, but he did the... He conducted... In fact, he was in the movie. Remember? He was shaking hands with Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. 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 He, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the most famous, or the one you admire, where... What's the name of that one? With Bugs? Leopold. Leopold. So, uh, anyway, this guy... I think it's... Uh, he was apparently a martinet. Uh, pretty tough, but he, he... No guff with this guy. He was like your classic Toscanini and those guys. That, that brand of conducting. Who's a German guy? Uh, uh, Klemper. Those guys. They'll bust their baton over your head. Let me find it real quick. All right. Well, by the way, I think you missed it. Oh, speaking of music, a, de- uh, a birth today. Maurice Jarre. Uh-huh. Three, Academy, three Academy Awards. Born in 1924. Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, Dr. Zhivago. And oh. uh, Passage to India. Great. Oh, Passage to India is a good film. Yeah. Well, the music's great. Good film. Maurice Judy Davis, Jarre. 1984. Highly recommend it. Yeah, well, he did the music for that. Look at his haircut. Does he snap this thing in half? Yeah. That's our boy. I wish you could see this. Then he just stares down. There is no cartoon. Pretty funny. Today. And there's a lot of good cartoons. What's the name of that one? What's it called? I don't know. There's no name on there? No, it's just uh, nine. Yeah, the, 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 the shorts, certainly. I thought it was 
you know, Night at the Opera Bugs or something like that, but I don't think that's the a, name. The Hollywood Bowl comes crashing Hollywood down. Hollywood Bowl comes crashing down. Well, on actually, this guy, I think he was the founder of the Hollywood Bowl Symphony, Stokowski was. <laughs> yeah. Well. He was married to uh, Gloria Vanderbilt, by the way. Hey. Well, we'll take you out on that note today, folks. All right. That'll do it. This day in history for September 13th. Can't top Leopold. It's a wrap. Thank you, Armand. Thanks to producers Brian Allen, Brian uh, Crock, rather, Andrew Allen, show writer Corey Smith, our sponsors, Amazon.com and Audible.com. Don't forget, like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash This Day in History Podcast.com and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any major podcast outlet. When September 14th rolls around, we will be right here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 